Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where an entitled mother almost kills OP. Our next Reddit post is from who stole my cake? My mother never exactly liked my girlfriend, Eva, but she never told me before we started dating. My mother is very xenophobic and Islamophobic, and Eva's mother is a Muslim immigrant. But despite what my mother thinks about Muslims, my girlfriend's mother is an amazing and kind person who has earned my utmost respect and admiration by doing what she's doing in these times. She tends to coronavirus-positive patients when the curve in my country was flattening the wrong way. This is important later. Yesterday morning, a Muslim extremist killed three people at Notre Dame in the French city of Nice. This is hard to write, but my mother saw this as a chance to insult Eva's mother, who, again, is a great person. This morning, my mother wrote to me, I hope that you know what that scum is doing and that Eva and her family are exactly like them and that you brought them into our lives. I hope you're reasonable enough to understand that they're here to spread their evil religion and kill innocent people. When I read this message, I teared up and felt my blood boil at the same time. I know Eva's family very well. The vast majority of her maternal family are Muslims and very kind people who wouldn't even hurt a fly. And they came to this country to save their lives and escape the horrors of war, not spread Islam. You wouldn't even know that either of them is Muslim. I responded, it's just a small group that's awful. Eva's family, unlike you, are very kind and respectful people and condemn acts of these so-called Muslims. You know, while you're sitting on your butt all day, Eva's mother has done more good in five weeks than you've done in 50 years. Don't you talk to me like that! How can she be so useful when she's just plaguing this country with her religion and takes up workspace? Do you have even the slightest idea what she's doing? Instead of killing people, she tends to critically ill people for 12 hours a day. But you sit on your butt all day, so shut the F up. That still doesn't change the fact that this could have been done by someone better. Enough. If you want to hate them, then so be it. But shut the F up about Eva and her family. Our next Reddit post is from that one Aussie. So, this happened yesterday, and I'm still shook. Basically, our school had an award ceremony for our sports team. Our school is well known for being very athletically competitive, going to states and regionals and such. So, after an excruciating amount of time sitting on concrete in my own world, everyone started to get up and take photos with family and friends with their medals and ribbons and stuff. Me and my friends found each other, and after a while of chatting, a super tall boy wearing like four ribbons walks up to me and awkwardly asks me if he can pick me up. Because he's curious or something, I don't know. Anyways, this is how the conversation went. Hey, I don't mean to be weird, but can I, like, pick you up? Oh, sorry, I usually say yes, but I have a bit of a health problem. The tall boy's mother was there for the ceremony and she speaks up. What do you mean, no? My sweet boy just wants to lift you. It's not inappropriate. So, quick context, I currently have a mystery infection in my lungs. I've been in and out of the hospital, and doctors are stumped by it. Anyway, being lifted or laying with my head lower than my legs stops me breathing, and occasionally it just gets really bad. Even when I'm not doing anything, even when I'm sleeping. And because I'm really skinny, I can feel my bones moving against each other. I can even hear them move sometimes. So, I get cramps pretty easily. I'm perfectly healthy. I just have a really fast metabolism. Oh, no. I know it's not inappropriate. I just have a lung problem right now that could... Oh, stop whinging. You're lying and I know it. Mom, please stop. It's okay. She said no. I just... No, this spoiled little b-word should let you pick her up. It's not that big of an ask. She then reaches for me and my friends intervene. 
She's not lying. She's been in the hospital. Plus, it's none of your business. My other friend says, yeah, you're literally just trying to grab a minor. This lady wouldn't listen to either of my friends. Oh, don't give me that. I know she's lying. If she was so sick, she wouldn't be here. And then this woman literally pushed past my friends and grabs me by the bottom of my ribs. Now, this may be okay for other people, but like I mentioned, I have lung problems and weight problems, so when she grabbed my ribs, there was a thin layer of skin between her and my bone. She then lifted me up, and I flailed in agony. My god, the pain. Not only was she crushing me, I couldn't breathe. See, you're lying. Stop screaming. I'm not hurting you. And that's all that I remember before passing out, other than my friends freaking losing their minds, screaming for her to drop me. And literally an entire hall of people turning to look at my bony flesh sack flailing in the air. Anyway, I woke up with paramedics leaning over me while wearing an oxygen mask, and the crazy entitled parent in handcuffs for assault of a minor. It turns out, my lungs literally stopped for about 5 seconds, and I turned completely blue. Anyway, I got tested in the back of the ambulance, and I had a fun talk with the paramedics telling them about this crazy witch. They laughed and said that I should press charges. I am. That lady could have murdered me. So, yeah, I'm in the hospital right now. It turns out that I have a dislocated rib. The bottom rib where she grabbed me got pushed under the rest, which is why my lungs stopped for a bit. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to charge her 100%, but I'm going to try to avoid being involved because it's midterms right now and I need to get through high school. Hey, here's an idea. Maybe don't touch 13-year-old girls when they tell you not to. Our next Reddit post is from Shiraz Gypsy. My entitled dad is a hardcore conservative and hardcore Christian. I'm very much neither of these things. He invited me over to family dinner Sunday night, and I was hesitant to go, being that it was two days before the election. I decided to put aside politics in favor of family and love, and opted to avoid all topics around the subject during dinner, knowing it was an emotional and incendiary subject for all of us. Dad, however, did not. He couldn't resist and started talking about the Trump rally he attended. I sighed and let it pass. At the end of the evening, I also received a heavy guilt trip about why I don't come over to their house very often. The next morning, I texted him. I tried to be honest and told him the reason that I don't come over very often was because he couldn't avoid talking politics, despite him knowing how much it bothered me. He responded back by saying, I will not be muffled in my own house. He said the decision to avoid the subject or avoid seeing him was mine. I guess your sister will tell you when I'm dead. Muffled? I was enraged thinking of all the things that I've hit about myself for 40 years, afraid of encountering his rage around his religion. I'd had enough. I decided to shoot him a text with a long list of the things about myself that I've kept muffled from him for my entire life. I'm a bisexual, polyamorous, medical marijuana smoker Wiccan who had an abortion with my boyfriend that I've dated for 8 years. I told him that I've muffled more about myself than I've ever shown him. To the point that I don't even know how to talk to him due to all the topics that I have to avoid. After dropping all those bombshells in a single text, I haven't heard back from him. And to shed light on exactly what kind of person OP's father is, OP added this in a comment. Ironically, my father struggled with his own bisexuality all of his life. He cheated on my mom multiple times when I was growing up, both with men and women. Now his mindset is, the devil made me do it, but Jesus forgives me and made it better. OP, I wouldn't sweat it if your dad doesn't contact you again, because it sounds like you're better off without him. Our next Reddit post is from Ink Pirate. 
This story is about my entitled mother, Karen. If you've read my previous post, you know that Karen is just delusional, crazy, and a truly repulsive person. She's entitled and barely human. Pick any or all of the above and add your own as needed. Also, I have very little contact with her with good reason. We do still speak on the phone occasionally around once a month because I don't like remaining resentful and holding grudges even if they're completely deserved. Hate breeds hate and all that jazz. And I like being happy. Well, the day before yesterday was one of those days, and I decided to give her a quick call to check to see if she was still alive. During the conversation, I made a passing remark about having an appointment with my therapist, at which point she became very quiet for quite a while. And then she started questioning me about the therapist while trying to sound like she's completely indifferent about it. After getting absolutely nowhere in her questioning, she announced that she's driving to see me the next day, which was yesterday. Now, understand, this is completely unheard of. And also completely unwelcome. We live in different cities, it's a long drive, and I just don't like her company. It's also been well over two years since she's come to visit, so this was more than a little odd. I explained to her that I couldn't meet her yesterday, I didn't want to, and that I was working so I couldn't anyway. She completely ignored me and told me that I can make time to see my mother and that she was coming anyway. I kept asking her what was the point of her coming, a valid question in our relationship since we don't do social visits. And she said, Do I need a reason to come visit my son? I replied, Yeah, I've got better things to be doing, so if it's not important, what's the point? She obviously just kept ignoring me and told me what time she'd be visiting the next day, so unfortunately, I was getting a visit from Karen. I've lived where I currently live for about nine months, and on the few times that she's been to the city I live in, she's got this weird obsession of trying to get into my house. She's not welcome. She always tries different methods, like, Oh, I want to get you something for your place. Let's go and see what you need. Or, how's the view from your place? Can I see? Or, can I use your toilet quickly? So, naturally, I don't let her. I've got nothing to hide from her. I genuinely don't care what she thinks about any aspect of my life. But I grew up with literally zero privacy. She and my dad would go through all my things constantly when I was younger. Bags, pockets, phone, room, etc. So now when she's trying to do something that she has no right to do, I take great enjoyment from stopping her from doing these things. And I'm always sure to politely let her know that the reason she's being treated like this is because of how she's treated me for so long. And it's simply a taste of her own medicine. The look on her face is genuinely priceless when I do this. The time arrives and she lets me know that she's outside, so I go down and meet her. Surprise, surprise, she had a reason to try and get inside. This particular plan to get into my house was that she brought with her loads of her secondhand house stuff that she didn't want anymore, and neither do I. It was two big bags in a box, and she told me that she brought me some useful things from my place, so can I hold the door while she carries it in? I said, don't worry about it. You watch the car, and I'll carry it up. (laughs) And for clarity, there was no reason for her to watch the car at all. No, no, it's heavy. I'll carry it and help you unload it all. If it's heavy, all the more reason for me to carry it. Anyway, what even is all this stuff? Don't be silly, I need the exercise. It's a load of old stuff from my house that I don't want anymore. It'll be very useful for you. For clarity, she has zero knowledge of the things that I own. I've got everything I need, thanks. I've brought it all this way, why are you rejecting presents? As I said, I don't need anything, and I don't want the things that you're effectively throwing out. Shall we stop wasting time and go talk about whatever it is you want to discuss? 
Yes, so open the door, let's put these things inside and go. You know that you're not coming inside. So either put them back in the car or I'll take them inside and then we can go. She realized at this point that this plan of hers wasn't going to work either, so she just left the things on the floor and got back in the car. I took them inside, hopped in her car with a big smile and said, See, that wasn't too bad, was it? The look on her face nourished my soul. So we arrive at a cafe, sit down and order some food. I cut right to it because I really do have work to be doing. And, well, spending time with this woman is close to being the very last thing I would choose to be doing with my days. So what was so important that you had to drive here? When we spoke the other day, you said you were seeing a therapist. Yeah, and? Why do you need to see a therapist? Why is that your business? I'm your mother. I have a right to know everything about you. You really don't. Just tell me why you're seeing a therapist. Because I think it's a healthy thing for me to be doing. But what do you talk about while you're there? I really don't have to tell you anything about it at all. I'm your mother. I have a right to know what's wrong with my son. I couldn't help but laughing a little at that comment. You've never cared about what's wrong with me, ever. And usually, you're what's wrong with me. How can you say that? Just tell me what you talk about in therapy. I'll tell you a little, but you won't like it at all. The only reason I was willing to tell her anything is because I knew the effect that it would have on her. I'm an adult. I can take it. Fine. Well, we speak about my childhood a lot. What about it? One thing is the fact that I don't have a single happy memory from when I was younger involving you or dad. The only happy memories from when I was young involve my dog, my friends, and playing football. That's literally it. I can't believe you're lying to people about that. Lying? You're joking, right? You made my life miserable. Why do you think I moved out so young and stopped speaking to you for so long? Hormones. Jesus Christ. If I'm lying, please tell me about these happy memories from my childhood that I'm blocking out. So I take it that you don't remember skipping down the street with me holding hands? Now, I was genuinely interested as to what she was going to say here, but this made me laugh out loud. No, I definitely don't remember skipping down the road with you. Now that I think about it, I can barely remember a moment when we walked down the street together at all. When even was this? I must have been about five? You were four. Seriously? See, I told you you've got happy memories with me. Okay, well, first of all, if I don't remember something, then it's not a memory, is it? And also, this can't have been a regular thing. Oh no, we did it once or twice, but it was a lovely memory. Once or twice? You do understand that one little thing from when I was four doesn't overwrite the years of abuse that you put me through, don't you? Silence. Because it doesn't. At all. And the fact that this happy memory from my childhood that you can think of happened once or twice when I was four proves my point. You're being dramatic. You're delusional. But I don't hold it against you anymore, hence why we're still speaking. There's no point talking to you about these things because you deny it, blame it on me, and say it wasn't that bad, etc. That's why I thought you coming today was pointless. So if that's all you wanted to talk about, then I'm gonna go because I've got stuff I need to finish. Okay, fine, but please stop lying in therapy about me. I'll keep being completely honest about you to my therapist and my friends. If they didn't want to be spoken about badly, you should have tried being a decent person. It's too late for that now. She just sits there, staring at me. With a big smile, I say, Well, this was lovely. Thanks for coming and drive safe on your way back. I paid the bill and walked out of the cafe. 
Sorry this ended up so long. Apparently, I find it quite therapeutic writing about my DNA donor for you lovely folks. So the best thing about this story, which is a little bit subtle so you might not have picked up on it, is that the second the entitled mother found out that Opie was going to a therapist, she automatically assumed that Opie was talking about her to the therapist. So that leaves one of two options. One, she's such a self-obsessed narcissist that she thinks everything is about her. In which case, of course it makes sense that Opie would need a therapist. The second option is that she knows OP is talking about her abuse, in which case, yeah, he also needs to see a therapist. So basically her reaction proves how awful of a woman she is. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and if you like this podcast, then be sure to follow me because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.